0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So happy to have you here. My name is Carly Aquilino. I'm your host. Happy Monday. Happy Tuesday. If you're listening from from Australia, happy to have you here. Uh, I am recording this on Saturday. I usually record on Sundays because I'm going to freaking Montauk because I'm a Long Island girl. What can I say? Um, There were a few things. First of all, Robert is crying outside the door. Um, but if I let him in here, he's going to be crying inside the door. So I'm in my bedroom right now. I do have a bed and I'm not bragging, but I now am an owner. I'm a proud owner of a bed and it's very cute. And it's been nice. It's been nice sleeping on the bed. And now the, now until I get my couch, the air mattress is, is subbing in for that. So anywho, you guys, I love you. Thanks for, thanks for writing in. You guys can always write into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. If you want to be featured on the podcast, if I don't get to it, please bump it up, send it again. And, um, thanks for those of you that tune into the, um, Spotify live podcast, Thursdays at eight Eastern five Pacific. Um, somebody said to me that you can that it's not EST. Like if you say eight o'clock EST. they said it was like E-P-T or something. And I'm like, the way, like the way you made that up, why are you guys slandering my name 24 hours a day? You know, like, I hate that, but what was it that I wanted to talk to you about? Oh guys, yesterday I was leaving my apartment and I was in an Uber and I the the apartment building next to me is getting like built right so there, it's like a new construction so there's so many construction workers outside my house and the boys were on lunch the boys were having their little lunch right they had their little styrofoam you know containers with their with their chicken and broccolis right and we love to see it we love to see it and so you know me i see a neon vest i it's it's a moth to a flame at that point so i'm looking at my window in my uber And one of the guys turns around and made eye contact with me. Now, is that a big deal? Yes, it is. And some people people would say it was love at first sight. That's probably what some people would say. Other people would say, girl, are you going to tell us every time you make eye contact with a man that doesn't talk to you? And the answer to that is also yes. Um, And then I look at his shirt and it says local one, which means this man is a plumber. This man is a freaking plumber. Which makes perfect sense because I'm telling you, when we locked eyes, the basement flooded. So, anywho, that was very exciting. That was the most exciting. That was the highlight of my freaking week, believe it or not. Other than the Spotify chat, because the girlies called in talking about the Lord. Okay, one girl, one girl in the Spotify chat this past week uh, sent her aunt to jail accidentally because she stole something, and the and the aunt and the mom got into a fight, and then the aunt literally went to jail. Uh, and I love that for her. So we're having fun. We're having fun. It's summertime. I am going to get to these emails that you guys sent in again to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. And where do we start? This one's <laughs> this one says having low iron is embarrassing. Love you, girly. Having low iron is embarrassing because my legs are constantly looking like I'm living with freaking Jeffrey Dahmer himself because they're always bruised from bumping into whatever the fuck. Doesn't help that I'm a vet tech. So add bites and scratches to that. Anyway, love you, my bestie. Listen to you and listen to Jesse Mate religiously. And by the way, don't stress about girl potty. You guys are busy. Okay. XOXOXO. Kiss you right on the lips. Yes, we um are back at it again we did two episodes this past week because Jesse was away in Greece. Then I moved Then Jesse had COVID. It was like a, it was like a never ending whirlwind and I'm back on the Patreon this week as well. So, uh, thank you guys for your, for your patience with that type stuff. Um, but I don't know much about having low iron. I actually, at one point in my life, I think I was anemic because I was vegetarian for so long and I wasn't supplementing anything that I should have been doing. um, and i definitely would like if someone would touch my arm like i would have a bruise of a damn hand you know so that is pretty embarrassing but taking iron is really risky really scary so make sure your doctor is monitoring you on that tell you that much right now um this one says ick alert i just thought of an ick and i had to email you watching a man take out his grill or gold cap to eat he has to remove it and put it in a little container before picking up his fork. If it's not welded into place, I think it's a no. That is so, first of all, random. And second of all, very, very funny. I dated a guy that, uh, had Invisalign and he would, he was so disgusting. This is the most disgusting guy i know. He he's up there. Okay. He would take his Invisalign out and it would be like, (laughs) like covered in saliva. And he would put it on the table at a restaurant and fucking eat with his retainer right there. I'm like, can you put it in its case? I mean, I swear to God, I can't even believe we're the same, the same species. Um, This next one says, sad girly. Dear Carly, diving right in. I have a group of absolutely amazing girlfriends. We love to get drinks, dinner, and hang out with all sorts of people we meet up with along the way. A couple of us are single and ready to mingle and shake our ass for the boys. Okay. We love to see it. While we have a blast and do our own thing, often we meet a group of guys. I'm constantly dismissed as an option for them. My friends are total dimes, and I get that men would be interested in them, but 10 out of 10 times, I feel like the ugly one. I think of myself as confident, and I'm really not the person to let douchebags affect my time, but it's really getting to me lately. I don't want my self-worth to rely on random men's feedback, but like some eye contact and a free drink wouldn't hurt. I'm not trying to throw myself a pity party because I know I'm a catch, but does anyone else with hot friends feel this way? I'm tired of being the funny friend, the one who gets ignored. I get so in my head after a night out, like, am I annoying? Am I hideous? Do I need to lose 50 pounds? Should I buy a new face? Like, what the fuck? I'm doing my own thing with dating and hookups. So I'm not at a total loss, but when I, when I'm out with the girlies, I feel low and kind of like a dud of the girl gang. My confidence starts to feel false looking for advice or anyone else who has felt this way, or just tell me to remind myself that men ain't shit. I love you. And the cats to pieces never change. Oh, thank you so much. Um, girl, we've all been in that boat. I would love to meet somebody that hasn't been in that boat. I think we all have been there before where you feel like you go out with people and it doesn't even have really anything to do with looks. It's like just sometimes like everyone pairs off, everyone meets somebody and you're, and you're just there and you don't talk to somebody or you don't meet someone or whatever. You don't feel an interest coming from somebody else. I think this is so, so common and it's such a shitty feeling. Um, it doesn't have anything to do with you. That's the number one thing that you need to. I, I, I think that is the number one thing that'll make you feel better about the situation. Like it really, really doesn't have to do with you at all. Um, it's just sucks. It happens. Girl, it happens to me all the time. Happens to me all the damn time. You want to talk about being tired of being the funny one? Hello. I'm freaking hilarious. I'm freaking hilarious. I can't get a fucking man to save my life. You know? God damn. See, I wish that I just was, I wish that I, you know. <laughs> I get it, girl. I get it. It happens all the time. It happens to the best of us. I don't think it has anything to do with you. Don't let it, um, you know, affect your self-esteem. You got to just keep going out and and living your life and knowing that you're a catch and knowing that you have the whole world to offer somebody. I don't want you feeling like shit because of these fucking guys that probably have holes in their underwear. You know what I'm saying? These guys don't even have a bath mat and here we are wondering about them. I'm good. I'm good. I have my four-legged friends and we're fine. We're fine over here and we sleep very peacefully in our brand new mattress because we're not worrying about any of these fucking guys. If that doesn't make you feel better, I don't know what will but girl, trust me, it happens all the time. Men treat me like I'm this like quirky, like, oh, you're like the quirky, like, oh, you're a wacky, wa- wacky girl. I'm like, I'm literally just like, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Like Marry me or shut up. At this point, if you're not asking for my hand in marriage, when I first meet you, if you don't scream at the top of your lungs in projectile vomit the second you lay eyes on me for the first time, it's not real love, babes. And and, and some might say I'm, I'm asking for too much. All I want is a little projectile vomination, and a whole lot of tears, and a wedding ring. Is that too much to ask for? I don't think so. Uh, All right. This next one says, WWCD, what would Carly do? Hey, Carly, hope you and the boys are loving new space. I'm excited to see what interesting pieces you decorate with, like the aluminum foil mirror. (laughs) Hey don't even girl because I have my oven for some fucking reason. And this is like a total design flaw for the, the manufacturer of the oven. Um, but my new oven has the, the hand, like the, t- it's a touch screen on the countertop. It's like, who fucking, in, what an idiot, what type of stupid idiot invented that? Right. I just know it was a man. I just know it was a man that was like, yeah, no, people have kids. People have animals. Like, let's just definitely like put this on the countertop and make it very, very touch sensitive, you know, so, so a cat can blow the house up. So of course, Stanley immediately, the second we move in, he's like, I want to wreak havoc on this place. And he unlocked, I I had it locked. You know, you press a button for like five seconds, you get it locked first night sleeping here. I hear "Beep, beep, 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 beep. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I go outside Stanley's standing on the on the touchscreen. I'm like you can't sit on that. And he was like meow. I'm like you can't. So I I made an invention to cover it but for for like <laughs> for a few days last week my my stovetop was covered in uh aluminum foil. So that was uh, my decor. Anywho. Okay, so here's my dilemma. There's a guy I met in early 2020 and we tried to, to take a few I'm sorry, we tried to date a few times, but it never really worked out, mostly because he would be an idiot, over promise, cancel plans, etc. I thought he was still a good guy, just obviously not relationship material, even though I was very attracted to him physically and personality-wise. Last Friday, he texted me out of the blue, which was surprising because I'd last heard from him in April, he had a girlfriend. He had been sporadically replying to stories I posted uh, from a previous week too, but I ignored those because I'm not about to get invested with a guy who told me that he has a girlfriend. He asked if I was single. I said, yes. I asked him if he was single. He said that he was, and he had been for the last six months. Okay. Now something's not freaking adding up numbers wise to me, but I'm also bad at math. So, but here we go. Uh, we started flirting the whole weekend. He FaceTimed me. He initiated plans to meet up and most likely hook up, since I said I'm very attracted to this guy. He sent me Snapchats. Ugh, again, with the Snapchat, you guys. Of him being a little suggestive from his bathroom. Uh-oh, was he pooping? And I sent him one back jokingly shutting down his advances. This has always kind of been the thing that we've done. There's a reason I'm sharing this last part, LOL. On Sunday night, he texts me that he's a liar. He has a girlfriend. It's newer, but serious. They've been together for the past three months and he's sorry for what he did. He also sent me a Snapchat of all her skincare. Okay. And purple Q-tips in a cute clear glass on his bathroom counter. The same bathroom he was sending me suggestive Snapchats from. And he sent me a Snapchat of his boner while he was wearing undies. Uh Uh-oh, not that same spot. Not with my girlies Q-tips in the jar. Not his wiener being out. I called him. I chewed him out. I told him how disappointing he is as a man and that hopefully his conscience will force him to tell his girlfriend what he did. He said that he was going to tell her. My problem is I obviously don't know if he has. Every time I use a Q-tip this week, I keep thinking of this poor girl out of town for the first time after starting this new relationship, and her boyfriend is contacting a girl that he dated previously, saying he's so happy, this old flame is single, and he wants to have a relationship again. Um, It's making me feel so silly and guilty and awful, even though it wasn't my fault. He removed me on Snapchat on Sunday, but we're still Facebook friends, and his Insta is public uh, as of the next Saturday, the day that I'm writing in. If he had told her, surely she would have asked him to remove me from all social media. Uh, Does this mean he hasn't told her? I don't know if I should be the one to tell her because I don't know who she is. And it would take a lot of effort on my part to find out. Or I would have to utilize something like, are we dating the same guy? What's, are we dating the same guy? What's, are we dating the same guy? Is that an app? What's that? A website on the World Wide web? Hold on. Where's
1: my damn phone? Stanley?
0: I don't know where my phone is. God damn it. Oh, wait, hold on. I'll just, I'll, I'm going to type it in my damn search bar because it, it, it's 2022. Are we, is this that thing on Facebook? Are we dating the same guy? NYC. Oh my God. It's a Facebook group. It's a Facebook group. Wow. Is it, please don't tell me I have to have a Facebook in order to view this. Are we dating the same guy? Nobody. Okay. Um wow i would love to have access to that anywho um she said they could post anonymously on facebook and hold that her or one of her friends is seeing the post and recognizing him is that crazy i feel like it is crazy but seriously every time i've used a q-tip Since last Sunday, I get a punch in my gut that she doesn't deserve this. Both him and I just moved to the same neighborhood within weeks of each other this July and August. We live less than a mile apart, and we both go to the same grocery store, pharmacy, weekend farmers markets, etc. The odds of us running into each other are very high. What should I do? What would you do? What would the girlies do? Any advice is appreciated. I feel like women need to look out for women, and I'm not sure what is too much. So... I'm trying to think of like a way that you could do this. I feel like we've landed on this a couple of times, right? On this podcast, just when people are in similar situations. Um, If you make a fake Instagram and DM her, um, that way it won't be that obvious, but oh God, it's just like, it feels so mean to do it to somebody, even though it is for the better. And if I was dating someone, especially if I was dating someone for like a few months, I definitely would want to know this so that way I could just say bye bye and move on. Um, but like it just feels so, oh, it just feels so heartbreaking. Like my heart breaks for her. I hope that, I hope that they're not too like in too deep where she could just like get out. I hope they don't like live, actually live together, even though all her skincare is there. I swear to God, if I don't have a ring on my finger, you're not getting my fucking face creams because if we break up, I'm in a deficit. If we break up, I lost a ton of money on that. You know, you're not getting my skincare. Get the hell out of here. Keep washing your face with with freaking, you know, dish dish pods. Freak. Anywho, I would probably reach out to her, tell her, just be like, um, you know, I'm just doing this because I'm looking out, and I would want someone to tell me but I'm really sorry. And I had no idea this was going on, you know, like it never got physical, but he told me he was single. If you want to see the conversations you can. Um, I think that that's a nice thing to do. I would want someone to do that for me, for sure. Um, All right. Let's see. Um, This next one says all your favorite things, Italian servicemen, good food and good vibes. Okay. Okay. Short email, but I just had to share that last week and I went to the Jersey City Italian Festival. Well, if that's not a mouthful, not the the J-C-I-F, the Jersey City Italian Festival. God, what a show that would be. I want to go so bad. Is it over? It's an awesome festival with great food, great music, Italian sausages, yum, and good vibes. Well, honey, I might as well be in hell because I was sitting on the steps of the Holy Rosary Roman Catholic Church because it was a great spot to listen to the live music and a crew of New Jersey firemen rolled through. Stop, girl. No. Lord have mercy. I'm talking firemen of all ages, fit, tough, et cetera, and I thought I was going to slip down the sl- Slip down the steps of the Catholic church, checking out those hottie firemen. Also fun fact, firefighters in New Jersey still save cats from trees. And there's even a particular firefighter that specializes in cat rescuing. Stop, that's my husband. So this seems like your Prince Charming who you need to meet up with ASAP. Uh, Also, I forgot to mention something embarrassing. Why is it so embarrassing listening to the waiter list out all the specials? Oh my God, this is so true. I literally wanna die. I want to die when someone's telling me the specials, like, I want to hear the specials, but I like, it's, it's like, I can't, I can't, when they start listing all the ingredients, I like, I, I would never like purposefully laugh to like, cause that would be so embarrassing for them, but, and I'm not laughing at them. Do you guys understand that it just makes me feel uncomfortable? listing all the ingredients like today we have uh and the way that they they do it and i know it's because their boss is like yeah make it sound uh make it sound good you know beef it up a little bit so and these poor things the, these poor things have to do a full fucking monologue like they're they're on, in an off-broadway play it is so true uh, you likely already know what you're going to order, but you feel obligated to maintain eye contact. Yes. With the waiter, because they work so hard to memorize all the specials. Also, yes, that's very, very impressive that they, that they can memorize the specials. I, I could never. So you give them that, um, nod like, oh yes, $30 branzino sounds yummy knowing damn well you're not ordering that. Yes. That is very, very, very embarrassing. Um, Okay. Okay, ooh, we have a follow up from last week when I asked for strippers, people in, involved in bachelor parties to contact us and let us know what it's like on the other side. Uh, This says, hi to Carly and the girlies. I just wanted to share my perspective on bachelor parties. I've been a stripper for too many years, so I've seen a variety of these things. It honestly depends on the man. Some guys come in and throw money and drink and leave, which is the best. Some guys get lap dances and oftentimes their friends will pay for them. I had mixed experience with the lap dances. Sometimes they're normal and respectful, but sometimes they're not. Last weekend, I gave two different Bachelor's lap dances. One of them asked to, okay, NSFW. He asked to do very explicit things to her. When I said no, he got all butt hurt and the wedding was the next day. The other guy asked me to give him a BJ, oh no, which was insane. Okay, so both of them didn't do the right thing. In my opinion, I wouldn't mind if my boyfriend wanted to go to the strip club just to tip on just to tip on stage and drink, but I wouldn't want him getting lap dances. Also remember girlies that the strippers generally don't want your man. They're just trying to get paid. That's how I feel about it too. I'm like, the strippers aren't really interested, but it it depends on like what they like them crossing boundaries. And, um, so if men ever do anything with strippers, the the men are 1000% the ones initiating it and they paid for it. Love you and if you have any more questions I'm always happy to answer them. Oh, thank you so much ma- so so much for getting back to us. Um I also Oh my god, the next email is also a different a different um thing on the same topic. Okay. So this says stripper with some advice. Hey, Carly and the Cutie Cats. I hope this email sheds some light on the subject of strip clubs and gives you a little taste of the inside. Here we go. I have been a stripper for the past three years, starting when I was in my undergraduate. I really love my job, even though it comes with its challenges. Dancing and stripping has completely changed and saved my life. I'm now entering grad school with no debt for a master's in marriage and family therapy, along with sexology, sex therapy certificate, inspired by inspired by my time and career as a dancer oh that's so cool that's so interesting congratulations that's amazing I have seen men and women on their worst behaviors the thing about being a dancer is that people often don't see us as people therefore feel as if they can and can say and do as they please this leads to an inside look mostly at the male psyche some things I've learned Without open and honest communication, especially about sexual wants and desires, a relationship will never last. Strippers are just people. Uh, And a good stripper is called a hustler. And they're there for your man. They want what's in his pockets. Your dad and his friends are probably pervs and would smash your friends. Even though even the really cute, sweet old ones. To the girly that wrote in last week about her man cheating on her with a stripper on behalf of the community, I'd like to apologize and strongly hope that this write-in shows you that not all strippers are out sucking and you know XYZ's boyfriend. As for my thoughts on letting your significant other go into a club, my answer is the same across the board for all sexual endeavors in a relationship. If you can't be open and honest about what you want and what you don't want, you're more than likely not compatible and they will do it behind your back. My advice is to find somebody who's on the same page as you and talk to them about your boundaries. And one last tip, if you come to a club with no less than, wait, if you come to a club, come with no less than $50 in ones. Love you, girly. Kissed you right on the lips. Um, That's so funny. Yeah, you got to get change. You got to get change. You got to get singles. But I appreciate the perspective. I think that that... uh, honestly, those two emails are very similar. They're saying like, you need to have your own boundaries. It depends on the man, right? Like it's, to me, it's like, there's guys that'll cheat and there's guys that won't cheat. A guy that won't cheat, nothing's going to happen. That's going to make him do that. But, and vice versa. Like if a guy's going to cheat, it doesn't matter if he's at a strip club or if he's at the fucking library, he'll find a way you know, if they have it in them, they're just going to do it. And it's unfortunate. You can't, you know, you can't make somebody not what they are. Um, so I think that that's like the consensus there. Right. And it's also like, if you're not comfortable with it, that's okay. But if you have to be open and honest about it in the beginning, I agree. I agree. And girl, it's so true. The, The strippers aren't like in love with your man. He's, he's asking for it. He's like paying. It's a totally, totally different thing. You know, it's their job. Okay. And also, yeah. Okay. This next one says aggressive pigeon slash embarrassing. <laughs> Hi, Carly. Love your potty and your style. I'm attaching an embarrassing video of me terrified of a pigeon for no reason. It did have some aggressive vibes. Permission to share because my page is private. Here's the embarrassing thing. Going to the movies alone, specifically sad movies. I went to see where the crawdad saying, oh, that came out. How come I haven't seen any coming attractions that I want to see that? I read the book. Uh, I went to see where the crawdads sang alone and literally cried so uncontrollably in the theater. Tell me why no one else in the theater full of women was crying. I ran out of there as soon as the credits rolled because I was sniffling so loudly. It was impossible to not know that I was crying. Oh my God. That's so funny. I would love to see that movie. I'm going to see if they have it. Um, I've been noticing, I just got Peacock and um, I've been noticing a lot of the movies that are like probably on their way out of theaters are on Peacock which is very interesting. So I'll see if it's on there. Otherwise I'll go to the movies myself and go see it. But yeah, I totally, I totally get where you're coming from. I, um, by the way, you guys, if you like, and this is so like, this is not sponsored by the way, this is just so something that I would become obsessed with. If you guys are obsessed, like I am with movie theater popcorn, right? Like the reason why I want to go to the movies because I want the fuck popcorn. Okay, girls. I saw this TikTok of this girl being like, this is exactly how you make actual movie theater popcorn at home. And you guys, you know what? It works. You get, I'm going to tell you all the things you get. You need four things, I think. You need one of those rubber popcorn poppers that you could put in the microwave, right? You don't have to put oil in it or anything. You just like put kernels in it. The, it's called like pops. It's literally called pop. I think it's called pop and you need kernels like orville redenbacher kernels you need okay now here's where it gets a little crazy cuz those two things you is what you expect you need um butter flavor coconut oil and by the way you can find this i found the kernels the oil and the um seasoning in a set on amazon so the oil, and then you need this stuff called Flavacol, F-L-A-V-A-C-O-L. Okay. Now this is crazy because when I tell you I made it at my house and I was like, holy shit, it really tastes like fucking movie theater popcorn. You make the popcorn, you put the oil on it, you put a little oil and you put the the salt. Okay. And it tastes exactly like movie theater popcorn. Thank me later. Thank me later, cause you know I'm about to have one of those as my special treat tonight with a little diet coke. I love damn movie theater popcorn, okay? And don't don't say I never gave you anything, cause I just gave you the recipe for happiness, girls. Secret
1: Keepers Club is sponsored by BetterHelp. You have to take care of your mind. We spend so much time taking care of our skin, our hair, our teeth, and so little care taking care of the most important part of the body, which is the brain. The health of your brain affects how you experience life. Investing time in your mental health is crucial to being happy. There is no substitute for talk therapy. BetterHelp makes online therapy accessible, convenient, and affordable. I absolutely love BetterHelp because I think it takes a lot of the stress out of going to therapy. Like, I always have a hard time, like, I'm fine once I'm somewhere, but actually getting up, going somewhere, like calling an Uber, getting in the car, heading there, like that stuff to me, like gives me so much anxiety. So the fact that you can do this from the comfort of your own home really, really makes it like crucial and worth it to me. So BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and chat therapy sessions. You can choose... To not see anyone on camera, if you want, it is much more affordable than in-person therapy. You will be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. The girlies get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash secret keepers. That's betterhelp.com slash secret keepers.
0: Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, I just read that one. Sorry, guys. Okay. This one says something embarrassing. I don't know what made me think of this, but something that's very embarrassing is being asked to prom and going to prom. (laughs) Maybe this isn't the norm, but people at my high school would make their promposal a huge deal, like a unique extra, as unique and extravagant, the better, which is how, which is so humiliating looking back. For example, my junior year of prom date showed up at my house one night with an open pizza box that said prom. Oh, that's so cute. And spelled it out in bagel pieces inside. Stop. I'm literally going to cry. I hope you went with him. I had just gotten home from my shift at work at a retirement home cafeteria. So I was dressed up in my uniform. <laughs> That included slip resistant sketchers, a button down apron, and a clip on tie. My mom asked me to answer the door for the pizza delivery man, and I opened it to find my crush standing outside in the dark. Oh my God, that's so cute. I'm pretty sure I just said yeah and gave him a hug, and then he went home. Honestly, how embarrassing. Going to prom is also so humiliating. Thinking back on all the effort and money people put in, yes, absolutely, to get their hair done and a limo and boutonnieres, not to mention standing in line with your friends in the classic pose so your families can take. Pictures. I'm cringing just thinking about it. Yes, it is embarrassing. Really, anything you do when you're a teenager is embarrassing. But honestly, prom became popular when I was like, you know, well out of high school. I think that those are like definitely a newer thing. So it wasn't even like that for me. But I would have loved that. I would have felt like such a special princess. But the so the weirdest thing is like, whenever anything cute happens to you as a teen, like it's literally in front of your parents which is fucking humiliating. Like a guy asking you out in front of your mom Bye. that's embarrassing. Mom, don't look. Mom, close your eyes. Hate that. Absolutely hate that. Um. Okay. Okay. This one says, hey, Carly, hetero male here. Oh my God. I didn't know they were here. I did not know you guys were listening. Join the Spotify live. We have a total of four, four straights in there. Uh, for straight men. And w- will you be yelled at? Yes. Will you be flirted with? Maybe. Okay. So this says hetero male here. I must know, do you keep your eyes open or closed during a dental cleaning? I need to know because I'm a scientist, LOL, JK. I'm actually an urban farmer. Um, Is this my husband? I also collect people's food scraps in town and turn them into compost. I do that. I compost my my scraps which then goes into garden beds to grow organic fruits and veggies. Does that mean I'm really a sanitation worker? Organic recyclers are sexy, right? Yes, they are. I digress. Anyway, I personally keep my eyes closed. I don't like the lights shining in my eyes. And sometimes it also could be a little awkward with them open, I find. You know, when they're just in there with the metal tools and you can't really talk at all. Oh my God, that's so true. With that said, I can also see how it might be awkward for the hygienist to see their patient keep their eyes closed, LOL. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thanks. I look forward to your advice, your favorite neighborhood scientist and former and organic recycler. P.S. If it turns out you are an open ire, I recommend trying the close eyes method. It's very relaxing and luxurious. Don't worry about what the hygienist thinks. Just be yourself. P.P.S.S. Maybe making direct eye contact <laughs> the entire time is the way to go. Absolutely not. Do not keep your eyes open when you're getting your teeth cleaned, you fucking psychos. You guys, if you keep your eyes open and look into the eyes of your dental hygienist, they don't get paid enough money for that. They're not paid to look deep into your eyes. They're not even trying to look at your eyes. They're looking in your mouth. Okay. They're cleaning. They're busy. They're using tools. I can't, what if my dental hygienist is a man and I'm staring into his eyes, he gets distracted. Next thing I know, I have a a freaking hole in my mouth because he got a little too crazy. I would feel, I feel so awkward if, like if I'm at the dentist, being at the dentist is embarrassing, right? Because you first of all have like, you're drooling, like you're drooling. And there's a tube that's like eating the drool, which is so fucking disgusting. It's the most disgusting invention ever. But honestly, it's necessary because sometimes you got to swallow and you can't swallow. Then your mouth is stuffed with um, so much cotton. It's so ugly. Like they're, they're in the mouth. no. I would never look them in the eyes. One of my friends, um this guy that I was like seeing for a little bit, he was like, "Oh, I have this dentist, like you should go to him." He's like, "He's my boy." Uh, which is always like a red flag, by the way. I don't want anyone like knowing my dentist. Like I don't want you like being like, "Yeah, my friend is a dentist." Like I'm not going to your friend's house, you know, and having him clean my teeth. But he was like, "No, he's my dentist." He's like, "He's really really good looking." And then he showed me a picture of the guy and I was like, "That guy's like a model." Why would I ever want him fucking cleaning my teeth? That would be insane. No, no way. You got to keep the eyes closed. You can't look. Um, Okay, next one. Ooh, this one says, should I kick his spoiled ass to the curb? Please help. Hi, Carly, really needs some advice to give some background. Me and my husband met young, fell in love, and had kids right away. No cheating issues or anything horrible, and he's a really good dad. Uh, But lately, he has been so mean, and I don't know how to handle it. I'm very patient and laid back person. So getting loud and yelling is not something that I normally do, but this man is testing my patience and I don't know what to do. The issue is I used to make dinner for him and my kids, but he shamed me to the point where now we just order takeout. It was so bad that I would make my foolproof spaghetti. He would be making disgust faces the whole time. Oh, nope, no, no. and throw most of it away super dramatically in front of me it would make me cry so bad my spaghetti is delicious girl i'll eat your freaking spaghetti any night of the week It's so good that family members would beg me to make it. Tonight, he told me he was hungry and I've been sick. So I said, okay, maybe go get something for yourself and I'll handle the kids' dinner. He rolls his eyes and walks away. I confront him and ask him what the hell is his problem. He knows I'm sick and I still manage to help the kids do their homework and get ready for bed. There's a fridge and a pantry full of food. Anyway, he tells me he wishes he would have (gasps) married. Girl, I'm about to jump out my window. I'm about to jump out my window. He tells me, and this is where you want to know what he tells me, he wishes he would have married a woman who can at least cook and that he sees his brother eating good every night at his mom's house. Oh my God. And that it's not fair that he has to be here eating shitty ass food. I'm baffled by how entitled this fucker is. Not to toot my own horn, but I'm a badass mom. I handle everything, and I work, and I make more than him. Girl, you got to fucking get out. I do love him, but he's so cruel sometimes, and I don't want my girls growing up thinking that this is acceptable. I guess my question is, would Carly and the girlies put up with this? Should I just leave him? I'm 31 and young with a cute tushy, and there's still hope for me, I think. Yes, of course, there's still hope for you. I've told him how much he hurts my feelings and that it's messed up, and he just doesn't care. I feel hopeless and sad. Aw. Uh, he also never buys me birthday or Christmas presents. He said he doesn't know what to get me, so he doesn't get me anything. Um, give me a write, write me a damn check. At that point, just writing this out made me feel ashamed of what I put up with. But I don't know if I'm just being a sensitive cancer. Anywho, thank you for listening. Love hearing you and the girls email every Monday. I hope you and the fur babies, fur babies, are settling nicely into the new apartment. Okay, don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed because we accept things sometimes and you don't realize when you're in it sometimes. And then, you know, time passes by and you look back and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I put up with that. I've been there before. I think everybody is in a relationship at some point in their life where they look back and go, holy shit. I can't believe I stayed for that long. Like to me, you have kids with this man. You love him. You got married young. You both like you know, you started a family together. I don't look at that as something to be ashamed of. I look at it as actually you being very strong and holding it together for your family because, you know, maybe if maybe if the circumstances were different, you guys wouldn't have lasted that long, you know, but you did you're a badass, right? So don't ever be ashamed of that. He should be ashamed of the way that he treats you. And girl, if you're feeling like if your gut is telling you if you're feeling like you want out, then, get out, then get out. You're so young. You there's plenty. You'll feel just so much more peaceful, not feeling like you're walking on eggshells around your own house. Like you got it. You got it taken care of. You got it covered. Um, if you want to, if you, to me, like I would always recommend, especially if it's a marriage and somebody you have kids with, like, I always try with you guys to recommend, like, marriage therapy, couples counseling, but it really kind of just feels like he's an asshole and he's not going to go. He's not going to want to do that. Like the fact that first of all, fuck him. I'll eat your damn spaghetti. Where do you live? I'm coming to, I'm coming to your house. Okay. I'm coming to your damn house. The fact that it's like, (laughs) the fact that he came into you when you're sick, Okay. And I'm, I'm getting riled up and my, my considered my feathers ruffled. He came into you when you're sick. He's like, I'm hungry. Knowing that you're sick and you're like, okay, cool. You know, figure something out since you fucking hate my spaghetti and you hate everything I make. And I'm going to feed our kids. I'm going to, I'm going to hold up my end of the bark in there. You go eat a polio string cheese and a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, or go to your fucking mom's house since she's such a good cook. And then he rolls his eyes at you. Oh no girl, I need an Aperol spritz after that. I need an Aperol spritz after that. Where do you live? If he would consider going to therapy, talking it out, I just don't get that vibe from this situation, but what do I know? Then you can try that before you call it quits. But I could not, Like I've been there where like, I'm with someone and they just make me feel like shit about myself and like almost make me hate myself. And you end up getting kind of brainwashed in a way where you start to believe all of the negative things that they feel about you or that they say about you. And it's like, why do you resent me so much? You know? No, I would give him a lean cuisine and say, uh, you know, sign these papers. go, Go back to your mom's house with your brother. That lucky guy that gets to eat her food every night, yeah, bye. okay. The answer to the question is yes. Um okay let's do one more. Okay, this one says, ooh, it's hard to pick the last one. okay, let's do this one. This says just a funny story that'll make you laugh and a fuck Mary kill. Okay, perfect. Hey girly. And the little furry babies. I have a funny story to tell you that will definitely make the girls laugh. So I'm a very smart and educated person, but let's just say I really never learned how to tell time on a clock. Me neither. I know that's so gosh, gosh, darn embarrassing girl. Me neither. I have to like look at it and count the buttons. Like I have to count the dots. Uh, when I was in college, I worked at a jewelry store and I cashed this lady out who had just bought a watch. She was an older lady and said that she forgot her glasses and asked if I would set the time on her new watch for her. I was so embarrassed to tell her that I couldn't tell time. So I said, sure. I literally turned the little thing on the watch around and around. And I thought it would pass the time and said, there you go. Uh, that poor lady went onto the world thinking <laughs> it was Lord knows what time it was for how long. I don't know. I told my family who were aware that I couldn't tell time, but I got home and we still laugh about it every we still laugh about it till this day. This is almost a decade ago. So I've definitely figured out (laughs) for the most part, but I, let's just say I rely on my Apple watch a lot. Yes, absolutely. Love you in the pod. It may be LOL when I'm walking my dog and people definitely think I'm crazy. Oh, um, that's so funny. Yeah. I could, do it, but I can't, like, I don't know how people just look at, I don't know how people just look at their watch and they're like, oh, it's too, it's 217. 17. I'm like, what the fuck? How do you know that right away? Like, are you some type of savant? What are you father time? Uh, that's so, so funny though. She was probably late to shit for weeks. <laughs> She's like, I'm waking up early. Waking up really early. I'm waking up like 5 AM. Just my my clock has changed. Uh, okay, let's do this fuck Mary Kill that she sent in. John Ham, Stanley Tucci, Brad Pitt. Ouch. This one's going to hurt. Do you guys remember when I talked to John Ham after I ate, I ate, you know, almost like, like the most um, garlic shrimp I've ever eaten? I told you guys that story. I ate several thousand garlic shrimps and then screamed in John Ham's face. Um, surprised that I didn't die of mercury poisoning. I wish I did because that's so embarrassing. Um, but unfortunately in this situation, I'm not killing Stanley Tucci because he's my namesake. He's my son's namesake. And he is Stanley, my cat Stanley's biological father. So I'm not going to do that. You know, um, I'm going to marry Tooch. I'm going to fuck Brad. Cause you gotta, and I'm going to kill John ham as much as I love ham. You know, sometimes he's gotta go but I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in again. I'll see you next week. Hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. If you want more podcasts, you can join in on the Spotify live on the Spotify live app at eight Eastern five Pacific every Thursday called confessions with Carly, or you can listen just on the regular Spotify app, but you should join the chat. It's, it's definitely a hoot and we love to see it. So thank you guys again and I'll see you soon. Bye.